Welcome back to One Winning Pod. Guys, uh, I don't even know how to start this episode other than I'm thrilled, I'm excited to talk about an AFC Championship game in Baltimore. In many ways, this was a high watermark for the season. If the Ravens could do that, I felt like it was a success going into the year. And now, it just feels like a step in the journey. No longer feels like the success. It is a success, but it's not what we want. We want more. And uh, golly, I guess I, I guess I should have known that. You know, <laughs> in order to have the AFC Championship game, you better be darn good of a team, and you'll want more out of it. But uh, in a way, I felt like at the beginning of the season, I was like it would be so cool to finally have an AFC Championship game in Baltimore. And like now, it's like that's just settling. We got to think bigger. But at the same time, stay locked in for this game. So we have a huge matchup against the Chiefs, who have been there, done that multiple times. And uh, but for the first time, having to try to win this game outside of Arrowhead, and we know that MT Bank is a great place to, you know, be for the Ravens and an awful place to be if you're an opposing team. We have caused the most uh, penalties of away teams this year and definitely an aspect of the bank being rocking. And I, I, I can't wait to hear how loud it can be. Uh, I remember I always thought like the Chiefs game, the first game back from COVID was like one of the loudest games I was ever at. And I feel like we're going to beat that with the Chiefs in town again, but with the stakes Oh, so much higher. Oh, I think it's going to be loud. It, it is going to be loud. I mean, it was already loud this past game, and I feel like you're going to get an even bigger and even rowdier crowd for this game because I think some people, you know, are diehard fans, but they you know want to hold, hold off on spending their money, want to only go out for the big game with the biggest one. Um, you know, I think we're getting everyone coming. Everyone's coming. I think everyone is locked in. I think people who are afraid that, this was going to be 2019 all over again have been, I hope, um, you know, calmed. And so I think that the city is ready for this. Um, first AFC championship game in Baltimore since freaking 1970. Incredible. That was uh, Johnny Unitas versus 43 year old George Blanda, 27 to 17 victory by the Colts before they'd go on the Super Bowl five and win probably the most boring one score Super Bowl. <laughs> uh, in history until Patriots Rams happened and dethroned that game. But uh, man was 1970 a long time ago. I mean, <laughs> think about all the things that have happened since then. Uh, Watergate, Star Wars, um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> a lot of other things. But I mean, that that I kind of think tells you enough <laughs> right there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's uh, man, it's it, it's pretty crazy. It's it's surreal, honestly. Um, yeah, it. it I can't. I can't wait to. I can't wait to go to the matchup. I think it's going to be great. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm looking forward to the crowd. Um, you know, obviously, you know, just it, it's going to be special, man. Uh, I think. I think everyone's. Everyone's really feeling it about this team. Um, you know, the performances that everyone's give uh, given. Um, we're firing on all cylinders. Offense is looking great. Defense is looking great. Special teams are looking great. Coaching's great. And uh, you know, it really feels like you know this could be this could be the year. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's, I feel like it's fitting to go up against the chiefs. Um, yeah, a team that's just had so much success. Um, I, I feel like it's kind of ridiculous, uh, <laughs> with the, with the chief storyline of just because they've been so successful, they've always played at home. And, you know, I feel like it's almost kind of manufactured drama. They're like, you know, like, Oh, you've never won a like road playoff game. Like, you know, people said you couldn't do that. I'm like, there's nothing to do with like, <laughs> 
you guys as a player just like you're so good you never play on the road like like that's that that's not real like that's not real adversity all right um <laughs> it's just manufactured but uh but i mean i i do you know to you know to, to your point earlier though about just like you know the the bank being a hostile environment definitely is i mean yeah with the texans come in like so many false starts delay of game there was going to be more delay of games but they had to take a timeout. um you know, it was, it was crazy. Uh, Dolphins game was like that a couple of weeks before. And, you know, a couple of games, you know, the Rams game and you know, all these games, Cincinnati, you know, all of them have just been crazy. And, uh, you know, I feel like, yeah, it, even even with the team like the Chiefs um, who have been there many, many times in big games at home, on the road, wherever, um, you know, it's, it's going to be tough for them. So every Ravens fan everywhere, uh, if you're going to go into the game, if you can go to the game, you know, Go there, uh, just like Harb said. You know, uh, have a good meal beforehand. Uh, <laughs> make sure you're you're mentally, spiritually, uh, physically prepared. Uh, make sure you're you're ready to bring all the noise uh, because we're going to need it. The team's going to need it. Uh, you know, ever you know, I'm sure the team will appreciate it. And uh, you know, let's go beat these Chiefs, man. Let's go to the Super Bowl. Go to the Super Bowl. I I tell you, Chris, it was interesting in our section. Uh, first of all, we weren't surrounded by away fans against the Texans, which I thought was a great change of pace. And then the craziest moment was at the very end of the game. The people behind us were like, you guys are great. Like, are you going to be here next week? And we're like, yeah, like we're seeing tickets. And like, us too. And I was like, where the heck have you been all year? <laughs> these, these tickets have been sold to away fans constantly. And they were like super passionate, rowdy Ravens fans, as one would hope. And I was like, were they selling their tickets all year? They just become PSL owners. Like I almost yeah. want to like, reach out to our contact with, uh, you know, ticketing and be like, the tickets that's supposed to behind us just sell. Like what's going on here? <laughs> Cause they were like, of course we'll be here. <laughs> and they, yeah, they thought it was so like obvious. Like, yeah, of course we'll be here next week. And it's like, no, we're the ones who say that. Cause we're always here. <laughs> Yeah, for real. Are you guys in the right section? Come on. <laughs> Maybe they weren't. Maybe they were one section over and just happened to be that those seats hadn't gotten full. <laughs> yeah, they were just having a great old time in their overalls. I'm going to have to ask them a lot of questions next week. I'm, I'm like legitimately going to. I'm going to be like, they look at a picture after the game. We, we discover they're not the best photographers. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Same guys. But uh, hey, it's, it's cool that the bank, it, it felt like a community again. You know, it really has been great with uh, more more Ravens fans. Uh, you know, at least not us particularly. And I, I, I was so happy that the energy level was high. Uh, you know, Chris, you mentioned it. I think it was partially because it was cold. We never sat. <laughs> like the seats were unused. They were just like uh, you know a symbol of where you're supposed to be. <laughs> not not necessary uh, hardware. More more necessary for like tying shoes or placing your bag. Uh, than, uh, than anything else. But, uh, yeah, man, we were, we were standing up the whole time and, uh, loud or, or just pin drop quiet. I thought it was like almost, uh, reverent, like how quiet it was in the opening drive for the Ravens against, uh, the Texans. Like, you know, just like the crowd got it. They were in and they're going to do it all over again against the chiefs. Yeah. I, I think that the crowd was ready. I think that the excitement is here now it's it's been a little bit of a weird season it's been a kind of a crescendo but i i think now the city's fully bought in on this team i mean of course we've been but i i, I know from talking to people that there are a lot of holdouts a lot of people you know weren't quite sure if this was going to be you know a legit team or not a legit chance at a super bowl but you know here they are 
they're on the biggest stage. You know, you're going to have Patrick Mahomes in the house, Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift, Andy Reid, all the greats. So, you know, they're going to have to <laughs> make sure that their stay is a, is a pretty rough one. Got to show them what Baltimore is and, you know, get back to the Super Bowl. That's the goal. You know, Jimmy Eats World played <laughs> the halftime show against uh, the Texans. I was like, Tay Tay, want to come on down? Sing a few numbers. <laughs> It'll never happen. Also, I feel like you should get so booed, which would be unfair. Unfair. Just because you date somebody on the opposing team. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, I don't. Yeah, I think logistically that probably wouldn't probably wouldn't work uh, for, for a lot of. I, yeah, I feel like she's also way too big of an artist. Like this, yeah, so. she should never do it. Yeah, she never do it. Yeah. But uh, yeah. but but yeah, no, I mean, I mean it will be it will be interesting. That one song, I didn't recognize the other two, and if those <laughs> they only played three, so I mean, Peter's like the middle's the only song that's relevant. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not even really a fan of that song. I just that was the only one I recognized. I don't know. Did you guys recognize the other two? Was I just living under a rock? I didn't. They're less than I. I did, but I'm also like, I, I'm not. A, I wouldn't call myself a Jimmy E's world fan. I would just call myself a a, a person who's listened to enough of that uh, genre and era of music. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I have too, but mainly not the Jimmy World section, you know. <laughs> but anyways, that's right. okay. Alec, yeah, Alec Leanis, closet Jimmy Eat World uh, super fan. We found <laughs> yeah. out. Anyways, yeah, it, it will it will be interesting just for the uh, championship game because it was also one you know not even just the band but like all the players that they had back and you know um, honorable mentions and everything like they had Cal Ripken you know they had uh, Jacoby Jones um, you know they had a bunch of players that they brought back Peter and, Bowler, uh, Michael McCrary. Yeah, yeah. And um yeah, I mean it'll Lenny Moore as well. He was there. Um Moore, yep. Yep. And uh yeah, I mean it it's it's going to be so crazy. Um how many people they're going to, you know, how many people they're going to bring for the championship game. Um you know, who are they going to have like for the halftime? I'm I'm sure the Ravens are playing it's some something special for that. Um a lot of that stuff. So uh yeah, it's, it, it it'll be good, man. I'm I'm looking I'm looking forward to it. It's yeah, I mean, like we said, man, just from the top, I mean, it's been 50, you know, 52 years <laughs> since an AFC championship game has been in Baltimore. It does not happen often. Um, you know, it, it's, it's funny, like, you know, I feel like we talk about that way with like the Super Bowl and, uh, you know, and everything like, and, and we've even had a couple of those recently, but the, we haven't really had, uh, you know, too many games at home. Uh, big games at home in these playoffs and these deep playoff runs that we've been able to celebrate. And uh, I, I'm just, I'm looking forward to it. I hope it's going to be a good game. I think it's going to be a great matchup for us. Um, you know, probably the best chance uh, that we'll have to uh, play the chiefs that we've had in, you know, quite some time. They've just, they've always had a really great roster, a really strong team, um, you know, and obviously, you know, they're, I think their team is a little bit weaker than maybe in years past, but I mean, they have a lot of playoff experience, obviously. So um, it'll still be a great matchup uh, for us, but uh, you know, but we're, we're firing all cylinders right now. And uh, you know, I, I think, I think it'll turn out pretty good for us. Uh, you know, I, I know, I know you guys, I know you guys will probably think the same. Yeah. I guess let's, uh, let's talk about that chiefs team. I think, you know, and it's interesting. I think in some ways they are weaker, but in other ways, maybe not as much um, their defense, which we'll get to, is probably the strongest that that they've been um, during this uh, Patrick Mahomes era, but the offense is certainly struggling. Um, Patrick Mahomes himself, I don't, he hasn't taken a step back from what I've seen. But you look at the receiving options that this team has without Tyreek Hill, um, and with with Travis Kelsey still there, but you know he's he's 
34 now. He's he's getting up there in age, so he's lost a, a little bit of a step. Um, I mean, the receiving options you got here, Rasheed Rice has has had some big games. Um, he's also you know performed a lot better when he hasn't been really covered terribly well. Um, the other guys on this offense, I, I think Kadarius Tony's on IR, but his was a absolutely dis- disappointing season for everything that anyone was expecting from him. Um, and then of course, Sky Moore really has not taken a step this year. Um, you didn't Marcus Valdez Scantling actually had a decent game against the bills, but he has had a lot of drops this year. It's an interesting wide receiving room, wide receiver room, because there's guys here who have potential to have a game, but you never know when that game's going to be. And it's, so it's really hard to say, like, you know, it looks like they're not going to be a threat, but the, all of them have a, a potential to to make a play or two and make this game interesting when they're getting a ball thrown to them from Mahomes. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I, like you said, Peter, I think MBS, um, you know, I, I think uh, he, he's he's going to be one. I think we're going to be watching out for this game. Um, if I, I would imagine, we probably have Stevens on him quite a bit. Um, and, uh, you know, he, he has made plays for them, uh, particularly last year in the playoffs. He was a very good player for them. Um, you know, regular season this year, been down a little bit. But, uh, you know, uh, other than that, yeah, I, f- I feel like, you know, th- there are guys here who can get hot. And, you know, Mahomes is still... I mean, he's going to be able to find he's going to be able to find the open guys um, and make the make the throws that he needs to make. Um, you know, it's just it's on the Ravens to play sound on the on the back end and be able to try to limit those opportunities and you know force Mahomes to make some mistakes. Um, you know, if we're going to the, some of the other skill position players, I know um, you know running back uh, Pacheco obviously still playing very well for them. Um, probably one of their better running backs, Edward Zolaire, um, You know, been a little bit better uh, over last year. Um, you know, making making some still plays, but still kind of the Pacheco show. One guy who's who uh, won't be playing for this game, who you know I think is it's going to end up probably being a, a boon for the Ravens. Uh, Jarek McKinnon um, probably he's not going to make it back uh, this postseason. Um, you know, he had a leg injury uh, earlier this season, um, so I don't think he's going to be activated from IR. But he was another guy as well. Uh, if I'm looking at like MVS McKinnon, um, those are big players for them in the postseason last year. So uh, going into this matchup, um, you know, I feel like uh, even with Pacheco playing really well, I feel like with uh, McKinnon not being there, I think that's, that's definitely a, a pro for the Ravens. Chiefs are a team that the Ravens have not seen this year um, as were the bills. So we knew going in to the championship game, we'd be playing a team we haven't seen this year, but we are familiar with from previous bouts against the best in the league. But it doesn't matter because these are two different teams now. Uh, every year is different. And this Chiefs team is not a, a Chiefs team of old. They do not have a uh, you know Tyree Kill level player. Uh, Kill, or not Kill. <laughs> Looking ahead. Uh, Kelsey, <laughs> the other K tight end. Uh, Kelsey has kind of lost a step this year. Still playing great, but has lost a step. And I went into the last um, preview show divisional two preview show against the Texans. And as we kept talking about it, y'all were making me feel naughty. You know, it's like, oh, I thought that spread was disrespectful, but I, I can see us beating it. Sure enough, we did. And I started looking at this matchup today in preparation for this show and looking at everything. And I was like, man, the Ravens literally just did last weekend what they need to do against the Chiefs. It'll be a harder matchup. Everything's like a little bit better. You know, uh, I think 
maybe their pass catchers overall are a little bit better. Their running back's a little bit better. The line's a little bit better. The quarterback, maybe a lot of bit better. But they're not a great offense. And no one truly scares you other than the quarterback and one playmaker uh, in, in Kelsey. And I'm like, man, they might stop him in their tracks. This might be a huge defensive performance by the Ravens, a real statement. If they haven't made enough statements already, they might be able to make another statement. They were able to get home with four, which is a huge thing against the Chiefs. If you can pass rush effectively with four, then you might have a good shot against them. They were able to stop the run with six and light personnel. And I'm just like, oh, <laughs> it's, in fact, it's, so, it's so tantalizing and naughty. And I'm like, I, I, I really do think we might be able to like, really put it to this team. And it's making me feel naughty. And I want to respect this team. I, I, I don't want to see them. I think I was saying I wanted to see the Bills all this time in my box set because I was scared to see the Chiefs a little bit. You know, it's like Mahomes always pulls a rabbit out of his hat. But uh, I just like, I'm like, man, they're as vulnerable as ever. And it is time for the Ravens to take, you know, take the lead. Take, take that mantle away from them. Show them that there's another team in the AFC they need to worry about. So I'm feeling good about this matchup against the offense overall and um yeah i think you got hamilton is going to be the key we never played him with hamilton before and that guy can erase kelsey he can go sideline to sideline he can erase everything it's the magic eraser and roquan's <laughs> there pq's playing top level and then i'm just like our corners can take care of any wide receiver that they throw at us none of those wide receivers are anything that they haven't dealt with uh in this season and, and perform well against so I'm just feeling it, man. I'm feeling that this defense could stop them. <laughs> Talk me out of it. Talk me out of it, please. <laughs> I mean, I was just going to say from the you know, pass rush perspective, I know it's it's early in the week, um, you know, but one thing that uh, you know we're definitely going to have to keep an eye on is uh, guard Joe Thune is has a strain pack from the Buffalo game, so his availability will be you know a little bit tricky. Um, if he's out, uh, I think that's a huge win. For the Ravens inferior line. I mean, Matt BK is going to feast. Um, you know, uh, you know, he's he's been on this team for a while. Um, one of the better guards in the league, I think. Um, you know, obviously they still have you know Creed Humphrey. Um, you know, very good, very talented center for them. Um, you know, at the level or above the level at this point of at Linderbaum, so he's he's very good. Um, tackle situations, I think, are okay. Um, but but Thuni, I think, is uh, you know going to be one guy if he doesn't play. Yeah, look at that. Look at the interior of the line. Look at the Travis Jones, Michael Pierce, <laughs> Matt Abike. Like those guys would would definitely feast here. And uh, yeah, I mean, y- you bring it up, man. Like the the ability for four to get to a quarterback is like the the constant. Like you're always searching for a defense that can do that consistently, especially in the playoffs. Like it doesn't matter how good your quarterback is. Like if you can get pressure with four and you can drop all the guys in coverage, like this, any quarterback is going to make a mistake. We, we were saying that with like Brady for years, <laughs> with Manning for years, um, you know, and uh, you know, this, this does feel like a defense. It's like, okay, we've got the guys to be able to do it even against the top QBs in the league. And the homes is definitely, you know, one of one right now. It's so interesting to approach the Kansas City Chiefs in the playoffs this year. I mean, we are so used to them from the past five years, ever since Mahomes took over this offense. I mean, quite honestly, even before that, too. I mean, the, this off, that offense was humming under Alex Smith as well. It just went from, you know, an, abo- an above average offense to best offense in the league when Mahomes took over. Um, so, I mean, we're looking at close to a, a decade here of just offensive dominance from this team. Um but you look at what they've their, their portfolio is coming into 
this game, um, including the playoff game this year uh, against Houston. So Kansas City has played one more game this year than the Ravens have. Uh, the Ravens have scored 30 points or more in nine of their 18 games this year. So exactly half. Kansas City, on the other hand, again, a, a team that's just been an offensive juggernaut for the past uh, several seasons, has only eclipsed the 30-point mark from offense three times this season. Just three. And two of those were, were just barely at 31 points. This is unheard of from a Patrick Mahomes-led offense. And again, you look at his turnovers. He, when he first came into the league, he wasn't turning the ball over very much at all. His turnovers have come up a little more. That's that's what we've seen from him. Um, he's still playing at a phenomenal level, though, in spite of that. But you also just look at his, his average um, yards per throw. I mean, that's at a low career low right now. You look at the fact that the Chiefs have been several times this year in situations on primetime games. I mean, remember the, the Lions game, the, the Packers game, the game against the Eagles, where they're given the ball at the end and Mahomes is there and he has the chance to, to win the game. Um, and he's done his part, but mm-hmm. he'll throw these perfectly thrown darts and the receivers can't catch it. I mean, I, I you know, I, I am nervous for this game because of Andy Reid, because we know that he can throw together incredible, uh, you know, plays that can baffle defenses, even the Ravens. I'm nervous about this game because Mahomes, when it's all said and done, has a chance to be the greatest passer in NFL history. I mean, you know, that's a conversation, but that for another day, but he is that good at passing the football. I mean, and his, improvisation skills despite the fact that he's not the runner that Lamar is like he can do some crazy things with his feet but the reality is just that this offense while they could still win this game by only scoring 17 points because their defense is that good this year you know I I think their defense is close to as good as the Ravens and the Niners it's just that they don't make the big splash plays that those teams do they don't have the big names so they're not mentioned in that same vein um but yeah, this offense is not what it's been um, in past seasons. So yeah, I, I think that our defense does match up on paper very favorably with them. But I think you do have to have in the back of your mind, like you got Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes can figure something out even with less tools than they've ever had in this situation. So um, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, it's 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 an interesting one, but it is definitely the best shot that the Ravens have had at the on the Chiefs uh, since Mahomes took over as the starting quarterback. Yeah, the Chiefs' offense points per game wise is a whole touchdown less than the Ravens. So, uh, one thing I was looking at before we started was Devoa, and the Chiefs have the eighth offense in Devoa and seventh defense. But if uh, I, I don't know if the numbers really work this way, but if you actually look at the, the score, the percentages, the Ravens' offense at four is two times better than the um, Chiefs as far as production goes, and uh, defensively an astounding four times better and change. Um, so, like, there is a delta for both sides of the ball for the Ravens just being better. And and candidly, when I was looking at this matchup, that's what I kind of came down to. It's like, we're the better team. We are. Uh, I think we also are extremely well coached. 
You know, we, while John Harbaugh might not have any mastery of a side of the ball uh, per se, you know, special teams, but not a traditional offensive defensive guy. Um, we have a top defensive mind in McDonald uh, running this defense and Munkin, who's just had success anywhere he touched, you know, he's been great and an uh, excellent you know, pick up for us. And honestly, maybe one of the biggest things outside of signing Lamar was signing Munkin. I think he's been exactly what the doctor ordered as far as this offense. Uh, you know, the results have spoken for themselves. He's been able to adjust. That's one thing that we didn't really talk about too much last. We, we just sprinkled it about the divisional, but like they scored 10 points and they scored 24. There was adjustments made. And that's something we've been wanting for a long time. We always felt the Ravens were bad adjusting. It's like not anymore. Right now, they're the best adjusters in the NFL. <laughs> they they go into halftime and they they boat race teams at the end of the games. Like there's only been one game this year where they came out in the second half and looked worse than the first half. Um, so that's a really big win because you know both teams are trying to be better in the second half, and almost every time the Ravens come out on top in that matchup. Yeah, that's a great point you bring up. Um, you know, in terms of second half adjustments, um, especially for the offense, because I, you know, I, th- I feel like we should go over to that matchup as well. Um, you know, our defense I think matches up well, uh, you know, against the Chiefs' offense. But I think, um, you know, where where the Chiefs' strength uh, is on this roster for this year is definitely their defense. Um, I think their pass rush is very good. Um, you know, between some of the players that they have on there, and it's not just Chris Jones. I mean, they got some other guys around him now. Carl Loftus is, is one as well, who's been very disruptive for them. Pass defense also extremely strong. They've got a lot of good cornerbacks. Um, although I kind of picked on them in the draft, uh, you know, last year, McDuffie, uh, All Pro this year, uh, been playing very well uh, for the for them. And so, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think you know the Chiefs' defense. Um, has a lot of potential i think to kind of mess up what we're trying to do on the offense and you know if we're talking about you know how are the ravens going to be successful at this game you know they're going to try to you know they're going to try to have a good game plan in the first half if it doesn't work for them i am confident the monkins are going to be able to figure out what needs to adjust for the second half so we can have success in the, in the latter half of the game um you know i i think you know there are many ways for this game to go right um, I think there are many ways for this game to go wrong, um, you know, but in, in the end, I think, you know, with the coaching staff we have, I think because of their ability to adjust, like you said, Alec, I think that, that I think that's another uh, advantage, I think, for this team is that even if things don't go right for us, you know, turnover in a bad situation or something like that, I think that we have the uh, the players, we have the coaches that we need to be able to adjust and, and come back. Yeah, I mean, a strong unit, like we said, um, they, they have not allowed more than 30 points given up in a game this year. A lot of young talent there. Um, it's it's really cool to see Karloftis and McDuffie come into their own. Um, I, they're both guys that I liked in that draft. Um, and they're both making plays, and that's great. I hope they don't make plays uh, on, uh, <laughs> on Sunday. But, yeah, I, I, one thing I think that the Ravens will really have an advantage here, I understand that um, – you know, against Buffalo, the, the rush defense was stouter than it's been. And against Miami, Miami didn't have that much uh, success running the ball either. I don't really give that one too much credence because, you know, it was minus 10 degrees. Everyone knew once the ball was kicked off that Miami was not going to do well in that game. It just it wasn't, you know, they weren't built for that type of weather. But uh, overall, this season, the the run side of the of defending the football has been where the Chiefs have struggled a little bit more you know and obviously Ravens we, we've seen that we have a lot that we can do there and and even though the Bills 
didn't have as much success running their running backs as they had in the matchup earlier in the season. Um, Josh Allen had a great game rushing the football. He had two rushing touchdowns. He had a, a pretty long run in there at one point. So I think th- there's no reason that Lamar can't do the same thing and more against this defense if nothing else is working. So that's going to be huge for us there. I, I can't see the Chiefs being able to contain Lamar if they weren't able to contain Josh Allen. Josh Allen is obviously a, a a great running quarterback in the NFL, but he is at best the second best running quarterback in this league. We know Lamar is the best. So that I think the Lamar Jackson's rushing ability after what we just saw Josh Allen do against the Chiefs already, that's a big advantage in the Ravens favor right there. Indeed. I'm looking at their defense and yeah, like you said, Chris, uh, one of the better teams at generating sacks 57 on the year. Uh, Carl Loftus and Chris Jones both have 10 and a half. Um, they have other players and you know the sevens and then you know everyone else is kind of just adding a few on here and there uh one guy that's been out for half the year was nick bolton and the reason he's kind of significant in ravens lore is that's who they selected the chief selected with the ravens pick uh as part of the the zeus jr trade so um you look at him though and i don't think he's a, a guy that can like spy lamar right or stop lamar and i think peter you bring up a really great point like that is the x factor is if Lamar Jackson is running around, uh, are they going to – that secondary might be good with those two corners, but um, they might be giving up a lot of yards in the run game. Um, I can definitely see the Ravens slowing down the pass rush by effectively running the ball. Um, and it's, it's usually – and to me, that means it's going to be uh, another game where the second half, I think the Ravens might be able to pull away because traditionally the running game for the Ravens has really been excellent at closing games. Uh, at the beginning of the game, it's it's almost just uh, a gesture, like oh we're gonna warm them up a little bit, get their legs <laughs> stretched out. But it's gonna be at, at the end of the game when they're truly effective and and really are able to get the long drives, be just dominating and and uh, honestly just really take the will out of a defense. Yeah, another thing um, you know I kind of want to bring up, um, you know, when we're talking about the the Chiefs matchup against the Bills this week. Um, the Bills, you know, they're downfield passing attack not as effective as it could be um you know despite josh allen having the strongest arms in the league um, they just weren't able to connect a lot of those throws but that said they did have a lot of success on a lot of underneath stuff um, stuff behind the line of scrimmage um, being able to pick up yak that way um, one play in particular that i think stands out that i think the ravens could probably uh, try to replicate a little bit is um, that sort of motion that they had for shakir to kind of like go in the backfield to be able to show there was man coverage and then he ended up kind of going out in the flat, catching the ball, being able to get a first down. I think he ended up, um, I don't know if it was, that was one of the touchdowns that he scored or ended up picking up a first down in the critical situation um, on that play. If I'm looking at that, um, you know, it's one of the things that the Ravens can do, put safe flowers in that situation, right? We know that he's one of the best players um, on this team in terms of making guys miss. And we know that he's had a couple of games um you know, this season where he's been having a lot of success on the, those type of, uh, you know, dump off screens, um, you know, sweeps and things like that. And, uh, you know, if the bills were able to take advantage of that last week against his defense, um, you know, and some, among some other things that they did really well against them. If I'm looking at the Ravens, like, you know, Hey, you know, if, if, if we're not able to do the deep passing attack that we want, we need to have success other ways. Like there are some ways here that, you know, the, uh, that we can have success if if we need to generate it that way. 
Hopefully we don't need to. Hopefully we can just run, you know, run the ball down their throats and, you know, make the passing plays that we need to, you know, as we've kind of been doing it. But uh, we're just throwing it out there as like something that could do, um, you know, based on what we saw last week. I, I think that we might have some players that we could replicate that. I think Zay is going to be very important uh, for all the reasons you mentioned. I think that's a great uh, thing you point out there. Um, you know, and we always say it. But I think there's definitely some – you look at the track record of the type of wide receivers that have had success against this defense. And the, this defense, while it's very good in the past defense, it is susceptible to giving up a big play to lanky, uh, speedy receivers. Um, you look at Devonta Smith's game against them uh, back on that Monday night game. You look at what Jacoby Myers has done when the, they play the Raiders this year. Christian Watson had the best game of of this of his season against them uh, on that Sunday night game. I, I think that Rashad Bateman uh, profiles right into those same guys. He can do similar things that could be there a big player too, at least uh, if not a little more. The, this really has to be another week where the Ravens are looking to get Bateman involved, and he could be a, another threat here that could really. Uh, help this team. You know, you establish the run. You establish the run with Edwards, establish the run with Hill, and then do some play action there, get Bateman deep, get him under on a, a slant, and I think you could get some big yardage there. Um, again, you know, this is a tough defense, and I, I think they'll play Bateman tough, but he's shown that he's been taking the steps, and I think he can make those big plays when if called upon there. Don Kincaid had success against the uh, Chiefs last night and uh i look at likely i look at uh mark andrews hopefully and i think to myself this is a thing that the ravens can exploit as well i think that's uh one of the keys to the game so to speak is we have the interior uh i guess not really necessarily to the interior but like the tight ends to to really um attack the inside of that offense and um that will put un, un, undue stress on those corners that are excellent that we talked about. And I think that's what kind of can open it up for, for us and also uh, the running game and Lamar. So I, I think that's a, a key matchup is the tight ends and how they're able to contribute and um, hopefully beat up on this defense. Is it that time to do bold predictions and score predictions like for the AFC championship game for the first time in one winning pot history? <laughs> I guess we're finally there, are we? Finally, there. <laughs> we is like. Do you understand the gravity of what we're about to say? We're about to say yes or no if the Ravens are are making it to the Super Bowl this year. Oh, you In already know what that answer is going to be, though. I I feel like we we, we I think we've all kind of hinted at it. We've kind of all hinted at it in this chat already. I can I go mean, first if you want me to, because I feel <laughs> there, like there's chatter kind of about about Vegas. I know. <laughs> we, we've all been kind of saying, like, I feel like we're, we're all tit- pitter-pattering around here, and what I'm getting out of this is, like, you know, there's a name here. There's highly respected individuals, but they're just not it this year in the opponent that's coming here, in the Kansas City Chiefs. And I do think you need to respect that. I think you need to respect that, but... Man, I think that we're going to see the game that we've seen so many times on primetime. And I think it could have been if Bass makes that that kick or or if, if Allen, you know, takes time and, and doesn't, you know, try and force a touchdown. We might have seen the same thing. The Chiefs in a position at the end of the game 
where they need to score a touchdown and they just don't have the guys to do it. I think that's what you're going to be looking at this game. I think that the Ravens will pull ahead in the fourth quarter with a touchdown, get up by four, and that'll be it. The defense will clamp down. Mahomes just won't have anyone to throw up to and make a play. 24 to 20, Ravens. Bateman's going to have 80 yards and a touchdown. Ravens make it to the Super Bowl. Let's we'll party in Vegas. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, bold predictions. Mm. Bold predictions. Um I'm I'm still looking forward to this defense. Um, I think that's a big thing uh, is knowing that like we have so much confidence in our guys. Um, you know, everyone, it, the situation doesn't feel too big for anyone on this team at this point. Um, even some of the rookies like Zay, like Zay didn't seem to have any jitters in his first playoff game. He seemed fine. Um, a lot of the younger players, like, I mean, there, there weren't as many, um, you know, mental mistakes, I think for many of our guys, even for the guys that were new, everyone was just so focused and, you know, it, it had been like they had been there before. Um, and I think that's, that's the key thing right now. It's just, we're playing really well, playing with confidence and just really confident in this team as fans. And that, you know, we just, I, mean, I just, I just want this game to, to happen like tomorrow. Um, we keep talking about it. We're just like, you know, I want it to happen now so we can get to the, you know, the next thing. And then once we get to the next thing, then we can feel happy and, you know, be that way for a while. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, it's it's going to be good. Um, I'm definitely going to pick the Ravens to win. Um, I'm trying to figure out if you know. I'm trying to figure out if I should go for the spread or if I'm feeling like super confident right now. It is early in the week. Um, I feel like I feel like four is too close for me, Peter. I think that's a little bit too close of a score. I don't know if that's disrespectful or not, but I just feel very confident in this team right now. So I'm going to go ahead and say um, I'm going to say Ravens are going to score. I'm going to say they score 31 um, and I'm going to say the Chiefs score uh, let's say 31 31 7 <laughs> I feel like that's still Alex's score <laughs> no, 31 okay. 17 I guess um, it's not my score yeah okay I'm, I'm going to say that um, I'm going to say uh, I thought you are going really bold no, no, no. 30, no 31 17 um, <laughs> I'm going to steal Alex's score uh, I think it's a good one um, I'm going to say that the defense picks off Mahomes twice. I think we were due for a turnover. Wow. I think we Stroud um I think Stroud didn't necessarily take all those shots or chances. I think Mahomes I, I think that's I think he can and I think the defense is going to make him pay. Oh wow. All right. Well, I'm also picking the Ravens to win. Shocker to the whole listening audience, I'm sure, and to my lovely co-hosts. Uh, I'm sure they're all like <laughs> <laughs> losing their mind. Oh my <laughs> yeah, there's, god! There, there's a thumbnail right there. <laughs> okay, so um, I think I said last week that I'm over here. Given like I thought maybe we get like 17 points might be too much for the Texans. Like I don't know this. I keep I I know recently I said something along the lines of like I keep saying that the teams are going to be able to score against this defense and they just don't. And I think today is the day that I'm just like the jig's up. <laughs> They are only going to score 10 points. Like, they're not scoring. <laughs> and we are. <laughs> and the Ravens are going to the Super Bowl. And I, I saw the line at three and a half. I thought to myself, that's, a, that's closer than I thought it'd be. Because, okay, we're at home. Give it three points, give it two. I don't care. So they're basically saying this team's, these teams are very close. And I think in many ways they are. Um, they have good you know playmakers on offense and a good 
and playmakers on defense. But the Ravens just have so many more on both sides of the ball. They're just better on both in every phase. I think they're better in every phase. We have we have Tucker. You know, <laughs> you got. Um, I, I just I just don't see how they lose. So I'm gonna say thirty-one ten. You know, <laughs> like Ravens roll. Uh, and my bold prediction is that. Hmm. What is? I feel like it's just bold enough to say they're ten, but I want to say my bold prediction is: in order to do this, they also uh, are pressuring Mahomes a lot. He's flustered, and uh, there's a um, strip sack. I could see that. I think always two for one. So it could be him. Could be uh, could be Van Noy, maybe. That'd be poetic. Considering that he had the strip sack to win the game uh, last time they played the Chiefs. Uh, yep. All right. Well, we're all uh, booking plane tickets to Vegas. We're we're committed to it now. We're saying that they're winning the Super Bowl. Uh, this is this is a wild times, unprecedented territory for the podcast, guys. I don't even know how to end it because it's just like surreal that we're saying yes. We talked about it for a while, but the Ravens in our minds are actually going to the Super Bowl, and they're literally a game away from it at this point. Time is now. We're here. It's crazy. One play at a time. One game one game at a time. That's how I'm looking at it. That's how I'm going to be watching the game. That's how I watched the, the game against the Texans. Um, but it's it's an exciting time, you know. My advice to Ravens fans, I know we're all, you know, we're anxious to see what's going to happen. But, I mean, just enjoy this because, I mean, you know, if you're just thinking about how, you know, the, the chance that it could go all awry. You're not going to enjoy this moment. So. If it does, you know, if it, if it turns out that everything, all our dreams come true, you know, and the pixie dust goes everywhere. I don't know. I'm making this sound too Disney. But anyways, <laughs> this is exciting times, man. This is why we're sports fans. Um, and but let's let's bring on Sunday. Let's do it. Well, we love to hear your score predictions, your bold predictions at one winning pod on Twitter threads, only pod at gmail.com. If you're going to the game, if you want to say hello, just reach out to us. DM us. We'll let you know our whereabouts. We'll be all together for this game as nature intended. I'm so glad that it's going to be all of us in, in the seats with Correspondent K-Fish. It's going to be really cool. It's going to be uh, going to be special. So definitely looking forward to it. 3 o'clock on Sunday. An extra two hours of waiting, man. <laughs> on, a nor- on a normal Sunday, but it's going to be worth it. So, woo! It's going to be fun. That's all I have to say. Go Ravens.